Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of An Apotheosis of a Bombast. As always, I'm Scott Copperman, and with me from across the Atlantic is my beloved co-host, Elton McManus. As always, I'm always here. That's right. How are you? I'm good, good. So it's been a... Uh, it was blah, blah, blah. Not so much for making this run smoothly. Ah. Nah, don't worry about that. All right. Do they say my bad in America? Yes, they do. I hate that. That drives me out the wall. My bad. Do you hear my beloved puppet? <laughs> what the hell is that? That's uh, freaky. That, that was my birthday present. That was uh, my kids and I went to uh, one of the boardwalks on the Jersey Shore, a place I had gone all the time growing up. And they have all games of chance. You win this and that. And when we were there uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I was trying to win things for the kids, and I won like a stuffed dog for my daughter. And my son's trying to win a Nintendo DSi, and we didn't win that, but we won a bunch of peripheral things. Uh, they also have a lot of the skill cranes, and those... I've never seen anyone win a big prize out of them things. Those I can do really well. I, I've actually won a lot of bigger prizes from them, but I'm, I'm real real picky. Like, I can kind of judge whether something's winnable or not, and, uh, you know, is it nestled underneath? Is it set up in a way where the crane can't really grab it? And I'm not a sucker either for, like, you know, you, you get it, and you see the crane is broken or, or won't let you win in some way. I usually give up, and I... I don't push it, but yeah. the last time we were up there, we did pretty good. We we actually won a lot of things, and I was good about about giving up on the things that, that you couldn't win, but they had a little puppet, and I love puppets. And so at the end of the night, I decided, oh, I want to win that puppet for me. So I think it was uh, 50 cents or three tries for a dollar. So I put the dollar in. I usually use, like, one to position things, get it out of my way, and then get what I want. Yeah. One, two, three times. Each time, picked it up, dragged it over, and it dropped. All the indications were that the, the crane was kind of set that way, that as you lift it up and you hit the ceiling, it was just enough to jar what you had out. Yeah. So it would be really hard rigged. to get anything. But I, for whatever reason, I, I didn't give up, so I did another dollar. I did another dollar. A total of 12 times, so $4 I spent. Every single time, I picked up the puppet, moved it over about an inch, and then it would fall. I obviously could have got it eventually for maybe another $8, but it's, it wasn't worth it. And um, for my birthday, uh, Marianne had actually found the puppet online. Oh, awesome. Probably spent more than $8, but it was pretty cool. So it came the other day, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's kind of corny, but it's a little witch. And it, if you push its belly, it laughs at you. <laughs> so... Here it is. I'm sitting in the office by myself with a puppet on my hand. Basically, uh, when you talk, it bobs its head. No, oh, yeah. that'd freak me out just sitting there. <laughs> no, I'm not ready to do that. But <laughs> just seeing the uh, puppet sit there would freak me out. Just you'd look at it, and every now and again, did it move its head? You'd just be wondering that. And you you walk out of the room, and you walk back in the room, and you find it laying on the floor. You think, oh, why is it laying on the floor? I don't have any realistic-looking puppets, and uh, even this is a witch puppet, but it basically looks like a big green tennis ball with eyes. Right, okay. doesn't look very witchy. Oh, right, so it's not even like a stereotypical view of a, a witch. Uh, it's got the long pointy nose and one buck tooth. I'll put a picture of it up in the show notes. It's, But it's, it's a kind of witch that 
it still has that cuddly kind of element. Yeah. You could sleep with it and not be scared. <laughs> but here's the other thing about it. And again, if, if you're not a puppet connoisseur, you may not know. I don't even know the real words for it. But I have one puppet, which is pretty cool. It's called the Maestro. And uh, the hand goes in the back of the head. The arms just kind of hang limp. And it came with like a little stick. Oh, move the arms. Yeah, so like you're down underneath, you lift it way up over your head, and you can move the arm around. But this one's different. Like I have, the way I have it on my hand, my pinky is one arm, my thumb is the other arm, and my pointer and middle finger are up in the witch's head. You can't really make the mouth move up and down. You can more just bob the head. Yeah. Like he's at a concert going like... <laughs> yeah. Rocking so the music. Walk out. Yeah. And it can wave at you. Oh, it's cute. Talking about puppets, mm-hmm. um, have you ever seen the program Bear in the Big Blue House? Yes, I have. Have you ever worked out how that big bear actually works? Because I remember sitting down and watching it with my little kids, and they used to love it. And I, I'm one for wanting to know how things work sometimes. And I saw this dude, or whatever it is, in this bear suit, and I was like, whoa, it's moving its mouth, and its eyes are moving. They're all obviously animatronics, but the way it's moving, there's some dude in there, clearly. Yeah. And he's using one hand... And he's got the other hand moving around as well. And the mouth moves. I always figured it was the same as uh, Big Bird. Where, If you ever notice with Big Bird, a lot of times he has like one arm kind of tucked to his stomach. Or yeah. stuck like limp at the side. So yeah. only one arm really does anything. And the other arm is, again, like reached up over the head. Yeah, see, that's what I thought with this bear in the big blue house. I, I imagine someone in there... He jumps in his suit, he puts one arm through a sleeve into a hand, and then another arm up over his head and operates the mouth. And that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't work it out until, if you look at it very clearly, uh, very closely, you'll see the two arms are joined together by a string or by fishing wire. Hmm. And it's really, really fine. And when he moves, say, he's left arm out his right arm will come in and it seemed to be on a spring so when he brings his left arm back in the the right arm would go out and it took me ages to work out once i noticed it and saw how it worked i didn't want to watch the program (laughs) it ruined it for me i knew how it worked that was it no gone i know how you work i've sussed you fella i'm looking up on um the muppet wiki what that puppeteer is. Yeah, the Muppet Wiki. There's wikis for everything. I hate wikis, by the way. Not that I don't use them. Sometimes you have to, but... Yeah. It just I think it's just wrong that something so unchecked can be so standard. Oh, look, there's Bear in the Big Blue House there. So, let's see. Noel McNeil. He's um, 48 years old. He's worked mm-hmm. on several handsome productions. Let's see. But there's a couple voices in there that I've heard in other roles... He's worked on Dinosaurs. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Not the mama. Yep. Oh, I used to love that. Ubi. I think that's what he's on. Have you ever seen Ubi? No, never heard of Ubi. It's uh, O-O-B-I. And it's, Ubi is uh, basically a hand puppet, but without the cloth. So it's just the hand. And then you actually wear like a little ring, and attached <laughs> to the ring are two big eyes. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> and so there's Ubi. He's got a friend, he's got a sister, and then there's Grandpa, which is like the hand in a different shape and make it look older. Yeah. God. 
Is this really big? It was when my son was little. So There's three guys underneath that table. They're all right-handed to hand. <laughs> and there's three guys clearly underneath that table just having a big giggle. <laughs> so I, uh, I recommend people take a look at this Muppet Wiki. We'll put it in the show notes. I'm looking at it now, and it has over 1,070 different Muppets. Just Sesame Street characters you can look at. You can look at... All the Muppets, Fraggle Rock characters, there's episode guides. It's just sorted alphabetically, it's got pictures, it's kind of neat. If you were ever into that kind of stuff, it's it's fun and just kind of rekindles your memory. Yeah. There's this one, and then there's um, there's also something at LucasArts or Star Wars. There's a pretty good... Is that the Wikipedia? Yes, I think it is. Yeah, I've, I've come across that a couple of times. Yeah, and Lostpedia, that's a pretty good one too. Yeah, I think we've both been there a couple of times. Yeah. But that's that could be one that's a disaster, but it's pretty well maintained and managed. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a bit of a digression there. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, I had a puppet, cool. and I like it, and it laughs. <laughs> Should we move on to some news? Sure. What do you got? First one. You sent me something about teens handing in money, and that made me think a little bit. So uh, I don't know if you'll know the local laws there, but I was surprised. They found $100,000 cash while fishing off the New South Wales north coast. Uh, Yeah, and apparently these $100,000 bits of money just floated up to them and they picked them up. Mm-hmm. Yes, the teenagers have told officers that they found the money on the banks of the Turntable Creek. Uh, police say the boys handed the cash over yesterday, whenever this was. <laughs> uh, September... About a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, it's pretty recent though, isn't it? And they, uh, before they handed the money over to the police, they actually got a legal advice on where they stand with the money, whether they can keep it or not. So it's quite a substantial amount for a couple of kids to find. Yeah. Well, what struck me was the fact that they couldn't just keep it. And uh, I thought I had heard somewhere that it's against the law to, to keep it. And I can kind of understand... That would be the defense that a lot of thieves would use, you know, and, yeah. and certainly it gives the police a reason to pursue suspicious money that if it hasn't been disclosed where it came from. Mm-hmm. But uh, I took a look on a couple things online. I found a uh, California state statute that says specifically, uh, one who finds lost property under circumstances which give him knowledge of or means of inquiry as to the true owner and who appropriates such property to his own use or to the use of another person not entitled thereto, without first making reasonable and just efforts to find the owner and to restore the property to him, is guilty of theft. Wow. Your state, if not California, most assuredly has a nearly identical statute, probably titled something like misappropriation of lost property. Sometimes they do have to spell out in the law, though. Otherwise, you'll have the tosser who sees someone drop a, a wallet on the floor or a purse on the floor. And they'll just jump on it and say, yoink, that's mine. You know, nine-tenths of the law is... Ownership is nine-tenths of the law, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think they say that anyway, but... <laughs> it, it's just to stop tossers from nicking stuff blatantly like that. But, you know, if money floats up on while you're fishing, then you're going to nab it out of the river and go, yeah, that's mine, by the way, I found it in the river. In the case of finding property lost, or supposed to be lost... The solution of the question, is it larceny or not larceny, all turns upon the point we've been considering at so much length. 
What is the intention of the finder at the time of finding? If the property found bears upon it marks by which the owner can be discovered, or the finder knows to whom it belongs, and upon mm -hmm. finding, notwithstanding these facilities for restoring, he keep it with the intention of appropriating it for his own use, he is clearly guilty of larceny. But on the other hand, if the goods bear no mark indicative of, and the finder has no knowledge as to who is the owner, and believes he cannot be discovered, and with his mind in the state appropriates them for his own use, he is not guilty of larceny, even though the owner may subsequently be known to him. Yeah. Well, they, they say that, like, if you make a, a deposit at the bank one day, and they move a decimal point, and they make a mistake, and your $30 turns into 300 Yeah. And you don't report that. I know they can ask for the money back, but I think they can even turn around and say it was your responsibility to point it out. Yeah, I think that does happen. It, hasn't there been a couple of cases where people have seen that and gone, lovely, I'm having that, and walked off with you know, thousands and thousands of pounds? Yeah, I get confused whether it's that they spent the money and then when the people come back and say, we want it back, the issue is they don't have it to give back anymore? Or yeah. are they at fault for having not said... Well, hold on a second. That's that's. I think if a bank in that situation makes a mistake, then I think you're well entitled just to take that money. I don't know. Well, I, I guess it's... I think it's if, if you walk into a shop and something's marked up incorrectly, then you can go up to the manager and say, "Hang on, you've moved that decimal place by accident. I've just come here to buy it. You're saying it's at that price. I'm having that, please." And I think that's the way it should be. I can't see why banks should use the general public's accounts just to shift money around. I can definitely see the shopping example. As far as the banking one, I guess it depends on how significant. If you go and all of a sudden one day you have you have 10 times what you should have, or even yeah. 100 times, that they can make a case, well, that you should have known. You know, there was a mistake. Yeah. But I mean, I can picture there, there's some stretches here where we have various things automatically deducted from our account. You know, Marianne will buy some stuff I don't know about. And we wrote a check of three weeks ago and it finally clears. And so if, if I look at my bank account and it's never exactly what the uh, bank statement says it's supposed to be. No. I'm always like a little bit off because this is outstanding or this thing didn't show up yet. So it would be really tough to catch um, $53 being turned into 35 Yeah. until way down the road. It's even harder for us because we've got our mortgage uh, tied in with all our uh, money. So we always see a minus so many thousand. But it's never in a plus situation ever. We've <laughs> never been in the plus situation only because yeah, cause it's all our, yeah, we owed the bank this so many thousand pounds for the house. Mm -hmm. And all my wages go in there, her wages go in there and... We we never get to a plus. Probably in another twenty years' time, we might reach a plus, and we'd be like, "Yeah, we have five pounds." Woohoo! <laughs> I can see both sides. Certainly, if someone makes a mistake, they want it back. I, the part that really annoys me is when when they bank makes a mistake, not in your favor. Yeah, they're far slower in correcting things. Oh, isn't every other company though? Uh, yeah, you know. But if somehow they find out that they've accidentally given you too much, it's gone within an hour. But yeah. even if you can document and show, and, well, here's the original thing, and I think your clerk typed this in wrong, yeah. it's still... It. You'll have to write a letter for that one, I'm mm -hmm. afraid, sir. But what? No, I'm here right now. You know the mistake. Just sort it out now. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to send a letter, and then we'll charge you for the administration fees as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, always you will. I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
to bring us up a little bit after the bastards have nicked all the, our <laughs> money off of us. Yeah. Um, I've got a news story from BBC News today, and it says, Prisoners drink, sorry, prisoners are drunk on swife, swine flu gel. A Dorset prison has removed antibacterial hand gel pumps, which contain alcohol, after an inmate reported got drunk on them. <laughs> now, what these inmates are doing, these, have you ever seen these hand gels? If you go yeah. into a hospital, they got them at the end of the beds, haven't they? Or oh, they every- have them all over the place here. You can buy yeah. them at grocery stores, kids have them at school. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're taking these into prisons. Some wise, smart-ass in the prison has taken this gel, mixed it with the drink, and drunk it <laughs> to get drunk. <laughs> and caught, got caught stumbling around intoxicated. Now, they've also removed them because, you know, they're obviously drinking these and getting drunk. And it's just a... what? Who thought of this? Yeah, it's got alcohol in it, but who thought of, oh, let's drink the, the gel out the pumps <laughs> to get drunk? I... Who thought that was a good idea? That cocktail was a good idea. But in March, the Royal Bournemouth Hospital said it was one of many hospitals removing alcohol-based cleaning gel from the reception areas in a bid to stop the visitors drinking it. The visitors? The visitors drinking it. (laughs) The visitors to the hospital are drinking the gel. (laughs) I think we've all seen a cartoon of uh, someone leaning over a bar and turning the tap on and getting beer into their mouth, haven't uh-huh. we? Yep. You imagine that in a hospital just underneath <laughs> the cleaning gels and pump it faster and they're pumping it into their mouth and drinking. <laughs> Disgusting. What's the matter with these people? It's only a step away from uh, what they call sterno. Have you seen that? The uh, the gel with... The, like it's a like slow-burning thing. Yeah, like a little open flame to keep things warm at a party or a wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's only a step or two away from that. It is, yeah. <laughs> Crazy fools. Oh my gosh. So don't go to prison in Dorset, please. All right. <laughs> uh, my other story, which will lead on to something else. I know this is quite an old story, but this is the uh, Caster Siman... Oh, yeah, the runner, right? Yeah, the runner. She was, uh, what's her name? Let me read her name out first. Casta Simania. Mm -hmm. She was found to be an hermaphrodite, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. She she had tests. She won her um, 800 meters in the world championships in Berlin. Right, handily, by a huge margin. Did did you see how far ahead she was? Mm -hmm. It was miles, absolutely miles. Anyway, she stopped... uh, Won this race, and there was a lot of uproar about, oh, she looks a little bit like a man. And she's had tests done, and they found that she hasn't got any ovaries, and she's got two very tiny testes in her body, all ingested. Not little dangly things hanging outside, but all ingested. I think she's got lady bits. I'd imagine that she's got lady bits, but these testes give her three times the amount of testosterone that a woman would normally have. That's why she's so wonderfully fit and destroying the women's world of athletics at the moment. Mm -hmm. I've come up with a solution to find out whether a man is a man or a woman is a woman. And you can tell. 
first one, obviously, one you can just cup your hands and go, excuse me, ladies, I put my hand there. Nope, you haven't got any lady bits or man bits. <laughs> All right. You can do that. But there's another one. I found out when I was in Portugal, we found out that women can't do machine gun noises or explosion noises. Now, I think this stems from boys being boys and playing with guns and playing with grenades and doing explosions. Mm-hmm. And women can't do it. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Now, I've, I've asked my mother. I've asked my girlfriend. I've asked my sister-in-law. None of them can do it. They all go, <laughs> for a machine gun. So whoever's listening to this, go home tonight, <laughs> speak to your wife and go, excuse me, dear, can you do an impression of a machine gun or a grenade blowing up or a bomb blowing up? And it just sorts the men out from the women, really. <laughs> but it's an awesome way of doing it. Actually, do you reckon there's any women on Skype right now we can actually ask to do it? I don't know. Let's see. Probably not. I reckon if we have anyone on from now on, we get them to do the machine gun test. Let's see. Uh-oh. I think I might have confirmation for you here that you're right. So did you, uh, this was just based on trial and error, did someone tell you? Like, were you guys flying no. around in Portugal and you were like, really, that's your noise, Amanda? Or? Yeah, yeah, we were just mucking around and I, I just turned around and said, I bet you can't do a, a machine gun noise or an explosion yeah. noise. And well, that's bizarre. Kind of them do it. What I just sent you is a link for a video from uh, www.black20.com and the heading is just uh, it's a proven fact that women cannot make sound effects but wait before you do it alright uh, Marianne's right here she just walked in awesome alright <laughs> so I'm going to give her the headphones you'll have to explain what you're going to ask her to do alright okay go on then right. hey Elton Hiya. how you doing good how are you yeah not too bad pleased to meet you nice to meet you too Right, I have a social experiment I want to conduct. Okay. Um, how do we do this? I need to prove that you're really a lady. All right. Okay. Now, the way we do this is I don't think that any women can do an impression of a machine gun or an explosion. So I need okay. you to prove that by doing an impression of either one of them. All right. Okay. Um... I guess I'll do some kind of explosion. Yeah, go on then. Okay, like a plane crashing, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's that's about it. Have you you got a machine gun in your uh, closet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I sleep with one under my pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got an impression of one? Uh, Let me see if I could do one. That's a pretty lame impression, but that's as best as I could do. That's perfect. That proves that you are a lady. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so I passed the test? Yes. Thank God you passed the test Yay. as well. Yay. Great. Well. I've, I'm pretty sure Scott will be happy that you passed the test as well. He's, <laughs> he's smiling at me, so I yeah. guess that's a good thing. He'll be, be checking you later, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I will put him back on, all right? Awesome. No worries. Okay. Good talking to you. Have a good weekend. And you. ta Bye-bye. So did she shoot down the theory? Well, did you hear them? I didn't want to make her nervous, so I left the room. Oh, okay, fine, fair enough. I'll listen on the tape, but she seemed pleased. No, it's good. All right. I I think we have proved that she is a lady. Oh, okay. 
let, let's do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't really uh, think of what the implications would be. Well, if she was really good, then I think you'd have to worry a little bit. <laughs> Should we go play this video? Yeah, let's see. I, I haven't actually heard it yet, but it just seems strangely parallel to what you're saying. Yeah, all right. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Middle Show. I'm in lovely Washington Square Park. It is a widely known fact that women cannot make sound effects with their mouths. And we're going to prove that fact right now. Let's go. Look, we're in a fountain. Let's ask some people around here. I think that women cannot make sound effects. What do you think about that? I think we can. Rawr. Own it. Can you do a lion? No. Rawr. That was almost halfway not terrible. Machine gun. Uh, that's not in my repertoire. <laughs> do a machine gun. <laughs> it sounds like a like a broken typewriter. Easily the best machine we've heard today. Oh my god. That was the worst That's piece of garbage I've thing. ever heard. Poof. Poof? Machine gun, not a fairy disappearing. The laser gun. No. Laser gun? I've never heard the laser gun. You know, like the blasters they use in the traffic compactor while they're closing in? I don't know what a laser gun sounds like. There's Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, and they're stuck in the trash, and there's like that little snake running around. And you hear him go, I already tried that! You know, it's like really bad. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> do your ears work? You do like a couple lasers, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's not like someone's scooping ice cream. I'm about... I can't do it. True. You do a helicopter? No. Maybe you're just not choosing feminine sound effects. How about the sound effect of giving birth? Fuck you. Women can't do sound effects. We're about to have a beatbox battle. Ready? What was that? Fresh. Landmines. My eyes, my eyes. I can't see. These guys can do sound effects. I'm not wearing shirts. Can you do a elephant? Elephants don't make sound. <laughs> what? You can do like a lamp. Can you say a lamp? But do a sheep. Whoa, that was, whoa, whoa, that was kind of. <laughs> wait a second. Let's try that. Try that again. That might be the. That might be the real deal. Whale. Can you do a whale? <laughs> See, that was such a good one. That was good. It, it's on my That that was legit. That do, was do the whale again. Okay. How spooky is that? Coming along. That's from uh, May 2007, or at least that's when it was on YouTube, so who knows when wow. it's really from. But uh, how about how many of the women sat there and were like, no, I'm not going to do it? They get all embarrassed and they, they can't do the sound effects at all. I didn't yeah. know that video existed. <laughs> well, we'll put that, we should be able to embed that in the show notes so people can watch it. Yeah. Um, just so you can see, I mean, it's they're just ordinary people hanging out in a park. It shouldn't have been that intimidating. It was like most people seemed willing to do it, but boy, they were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep was the one best one, and that was creepy. Yeah. We're going to get emails saying that we have to do impressions now. I, I refuse. Right. So, balls. 
We I'm the man. Our, we put ourselves out all the time on this uh, podcast. So. We owe them nothing. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. If you want to send any audio comments of you doing impressions of machine guns or lions or tigers or anything like that, then yeah, we'll, yep. we'll play that. <laughs> I'm sure there are quite a few who can do very good sound effects, but it's an nope. art. There's no one that can. You've got to <laughs> Go wave that red rag. Well, I just found that by accident. That was pretty cool, though. That was cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's all i got for news. So the site I have today is a site called Justin TV. And uh, the link I'll specifically recommend is the Entertainment Channel. So it's www.justin.tv. You want to go to Live Channels click on entertainment and there are just tons of streaming channels all the time I don't know how they do it apparently you can get it from all around the world it's not a matter of just just being able to go from the US like some of the sites are I've gone I've seen Wolverine when it was actually in the theater still really uh, there's a channel going on right now that's the Bugs and Scooby-Doo channel all Looney Tunes there's a channel that's the Cosby show the office uh, looks like there's a Cartoon Network channel. There's a non-stop Godzilla movie channel. Wicked. Friends season 1 through 10. It's just great. There's Scrubs. It's it's awesome. When you have time and you're just looking for something to do, it's definitely worth poking around here. Uh, I think sometimes it changes what channels are available, but at any given time you can find something. they got Spanish Simpsons. Wicked. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> There's Retro Cartoons and the Robotech Marathon, Monsters vs. Aliens, then WALL-E, Dog the Bounty Hunter Channel, Rocky Balboa, the movie. Uh, one channel is all Robot Chicken episodes, Firefly yeah. and Serenity, Eureka, All Seasons, My Name is Earl and Dexter. It's pretty cool. It's anime time. Love. Chobits. All that stuff. Or retro cartoons as well. Yeah, it's really easy to just get sucked in, and whether you have it on in the background while you're doing stuff or start watching. Yeah. There's a Benny Hill marathon on page six. <laughs> House seasons five and six. I think that I am live right now is kind of like a standard. This channel is on until someone actually types in what they're going to be streaming. Gotcha. Oh, all right, gotcha. And I don't know. I maybe it's it's people broadcasting from their DVD collections. I don't know how it works, but there's here's a, a Quentin Tarantino channel, all Quentin Tarantino movies. Wow, it's pretty amazing. It's and it's easy, like I said. You sit there, you start poking around. This is the entertainment section, but there's other ones too. There's sports, there's uh, gaming and science, technology, news and events. Oh, and yeah. It's awesome. They've got tons of Formula One stuff in the sports stuff as well. Oh, I'm gonna be on this all the time now. I'm looking at Stu's channel, which is the Benny Hill Marathon right now. They also stream Doctor Who episodes. Then they talk about related live episodes. I don't know how they do it, but it's pretty cool. Looks awesome. So on that note, I think it's time we wrap this episode up. Yes. Have we learned that women can't do sound effects? I think that's what we've learned. I think we've definitely learned to be suspicious of a woman who can do good sound effects. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting offline and going in and having a talk with Marianne. <laughs> so I guess on that note, we will see you guys in another week. Thank you for all the feedback and listening and support and all, and we definitely appreciate it.
Yes, thank you very much. And there's a, a guy on iTunes, someone, Almighty Wiggles, who actually <laughs> wrote us a review on our uh, iTunes page. Oh. So thank you very much for that. Right. That's done us no end of good. But <laughs> if anyone else wants to do it. Yeah, I'll have to check the US one and see if there's a couple. Yeah. Just asking for fair reviews. If you don't like it, then piss off. But <laughs> <laughs> if you like it and it's three or four dozen, yeah, just stick it down there. There you go. We'll take it. We'll take anything. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. And have fun on Justin TV. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye. Ta-da. Boobies like me. Boobies like you. Boobies got a lot of big things that he's gonna do. Boomer's his sis. He's big, she's small. Kegel is his very best friend. Grandpa loves them all. Oh, Boobie.